Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for losers with Xfinity Internet. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what did we watch? We watched Star Wars Episode 7. So it's Force Awakens. It is the... It's Episode 7. All right. (laughs) It's the eighth movie to be released. No? Yes. Uh Eighth movie. The and the eighth eighth chronologically too, right? It has to be the ninth. Wait, no. ninth. The ninth chronologically. You got two trilogies before this, plus two standalone movies chronologically. So it's the ninth chronologically, but it was released before the standalone movies. So it is the seventh movie released. Oh man. Okay, it's, so let me it's restart. It's not worth it. Let's take it from the top. <laughs> We watched Star Wars Episode 7, the seventh movie released, the ninth chronologically. Yeah, nailed it. Here okay. we are. We're in it. We're in the new trilogy. This is un- the first movie of the new of the sequel trilogy, the third trilogy in the series. At what point are they going to release one more prequel like Standalone. If they release one more standalone movie, then we'd have four trilogies, and I just think the world would be a better place. I think they've moved to doing the shows, haven't they? Yeah, but that's only because they're quitters, and you know that's it makes me mad. Yeah, I mean, me a Qui Gon Jinn series where he like has a long beard and is in a band, is in one of the cantina bands, you know. But what about an Obi-Wan series? Well, they're doing that. I don't know. I yeah. don't want... Look, a series is fine. I want movies, okay? I want one more standalone movie. Clean trilogy. We all know the third movie is always the best movie. That's... Right? No one's ever been disappointed by the third movie in a Star Wars trilogy. Right. It's never happened once. All you gotta do is point out the shrug, Cody. That's true. So the shrug... I mean, if you got a cool shrug in your movie, then like... It covers up a multitude of sins. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Tyler, how, run, it, run it down for us. Give us the rundown. What, you, why, what is this movie about? This movie is about a young, a young adult on a desert planet that the, the evil uh imperial type presence comes to their small desert world and forces them to run from everything they've ever known with a strange man um and then uh you know they they go through they trust in the force they have a bad feeling about this checked off all the boxes yeah uh that blow up a planet they blow a planet there's a giant uh a death star type thing like it's a star a death ball of sorts yeah yeah <laughs> basically it's the same as the uh as episode four mm-hmm. the first movie first to be released yes yeah but you know the fifth chronologically (laughs) yeah this is a series of mess i'll tell you what's more of a mess cody let me you know you just give me a second here may i have the floor for a second all right take it it's yours cody 
Here's the thing about Star Wars and why it's infuriating. They simultaneously do the things everybody wants and do not the thing. They're like, we're going to make a show. We're going to make a TV show. We're going to make a big budget show. Then they proceeded to make so many other shows while being like, well, this other one. And then everybody forgot about this other one. And now I guess they're doing it. I don't know. Point is, everybody's like, because it was the guys. It wasn't this the one that was the guys that did Game of Thrones. They were Star Wars. That's what they that's why they botched Game of Thrones because they wanted to finish it fast for Star Wars. Right. And then they're like, we're going to go somewhere. No one's ever gone in the movies. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, go to the Old Republic. That's the best time period. Everybody loves it. We all universally as a fan base, everyone who knows about it. We all love the Old Republic. Everybody who doesn't. And as soon as you tell them about it, they love it. All right. Here's the Old Republic, Cody. Imagine the Old Republic is, is back in the day, is way back in the day. Where there's tons of Jedi and Sith, where they fight each other. That's right. So it's like you want a cool show where there's tons of lightsaber battles. You go to the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Everything's the same, but there's more of both of them. Yeah. They were like, cool. Well, we hear you. What we're going to do is go to everybody's favorite, the High Republic. And everybody's like, what is that? They invented a whole new time period. Oh, so it's a republic where everyone just like blazes weed and listens yes. to Bob Marley. Is that the... That's the whole thing. It's like the grass pad, you know, grass pads high on grass for 30 yeah. years. Now, how do they get away with that, Cody? How do they get away with that as their slogan? I don't know. You don't, familiar with the grass pad? You will be. I don't know what it is. Okay. It's what a lawn it? care store oh. in the Kansas City area. Mm-hmm. I think it's everywhere, really. But their slogan is grass pads high on grass. And that has been their slogan for 30 years. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, you do. They also have literally anything and everything you would ever need to take care of your lawn. Mm. Anyway, my point is, why didn't they go to the Old Republic? Because they're cowards. Look, you can't mess up Game of Thrones and then be like, but the next thing's going to be awesome. You know? Got to do good work. I look. I said it from the beginning, Game of Thrones wasn't going to end in a satisfying way. Game of Thrones should have ended how Monty Python and the Holy Grail ended. You know, <laughs> just like they a get stupid <laughs> throwaway joke. It's like, by the way, none of this made sense or even mattered. Movie's over. <laughs> Give you the middle finger. Roll credits. You know, that's how it should have ended. I'll tell you how I, th- I would have ended it if I was running the show. Yeah. Share it with you. You know, there's the zombie ice zombies. Yeah, they win. Nice. That's how I would have ended the show. Nice. Winter came. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Title. All the heroes would have winters. Winters here or something. Oh. Yeah. Winter. Uh, 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 you know, all that with the dot, <laughs> dot, dots and all that. Uh, winter. Uh, <clears throat> winter. Winter was is. tired tonight and wasn't in the mood. All right. So that's what I would have ended. Yeah. With. Point is, that's how I would have done it. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it like that. They did it very weird and dumb and drawn out. And hated them for it. Yeah. But also, eh, whatever. It was a dumb show anyway. Yeah. That's my problem with every... That's why I don't watch as much TV as I do everything else. It's just like... It's like the percentage... The ratio of good TV show ending, like satisfying TV finales to dissatisfying TV... It's crazy. It's like 10% of TV shows are like, 
we're all we're all satisfied with how that went it's yeah. like 90 percent of the time they're like no we're milking it we're milking it screw the fans <laughs> they're gonna keep buying it we're gonna keep it's gonna be garbage by the time they digest the last episode and they will yeah. thank us that it's over <laughs> that's just that's how it goes it sounds like you're describing lost do you ever watch lost no because i have a complicated relationship with jj abrams <gasps> he directed star wars yes he did he directed star wars star trek and he created lost I'll tell you this right now. Or produced Lost or... I don't know. He, he created Lost. wrote it or... Yeah. Uh, he was Lost. He, he ruined know. it. Yeah. Some might say. Mm-hmm. But also he created it. So it's kind of like saying George Lucas ruined Star Wars when it's it's all made up by him anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I think he did a better job with Star Trek. Really? Real? Oh, all right. Yeah. Well... I suppose it means it means it goes well tell me your first impression and then let's go let's get into it i like this movie i think it's a remake of the original movie with new effects and new characters but the story is the same same yeah. thing everybody says it's exactly the same it doesn't do anything it doesn't take any risks it doesn't you know i'm thinking like something like ryan johnson would do if he were <laughs> to direct a star wars movie <laughs> Uh, really turn it on its head but this doesn't do that right uh i enjoy this here's the thing about this kind of like you mentioned it does something so well and other things so poorly it this one it has an unoriginal story arc but the props look great the effects are great has good characters and i would argue this may have the best banter of any star wars movie yeah as far as like the dialogue, there's funny lines throughout. Nothing feels that out of place. I like the characters. So it's hard <laughs> because it's like you ripped off the story, which George Lucas hated and a lot of people didn't like. But at the same time, you did the story pretty well. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, you did so many, you know, the music is great and the props and all the things that we all about sci-fi were really good. So it's hard to be too mad at him. I'd be a lot less mad at him if he didn't, do <laughs> if he didn't come back for the third one. I don't know. I like it. This is probably the Star Wars movie I've seen the most. I saw this thing. I saw this movie like four times in theaters. I saw it in 2D. I saw it in 3D. It looks amazing in 3D, by the way. Mm -hmm. If you had a chance to see it in 3D, it looks so good. It's like one of the few movies I've seen where I was like, oh, I would recommend you see this in 3D. It looks great. And uh, I've seen it probably like four or five times. I've seen this movie a lot. It's great and it holds up. It's good. It always blows my mind that you're like, I've seen this movie so many times. I've seen it like five times. I'm like, I've seen movies I hate five times. All right. When you watch movies as much as I do, there's no time. You got to hit it and quit it. It's the same the same with my love life. You know, it's the same philosophy. You can't spend any one, any amount of time on one person. All right. Got to get that body count up. All right. Mm-hmm. You got to make the rounds. Yeah. In and out, in and out. So, uh, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, where are we going? And do you want to go first? Would you? You want me to go first? Yeah, I'll give you the floor if you want. But you don't have to have the floor, but you can have it. I mean, I, I can go first. I don't have anything written down, Cody. So I'm I'll, just... I'll, you know, I'll, you know, I'm always ready to go first. I'm just giving you the chance. Let me see how many notes you got on this movie. I'm, that's how I need to gauge. It's a page and a page and a quarter. How many of those are gripes about this movie? I'd say twenty five percent. Oh, not. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say like over half of it. Mm. I can just read you the gripes. <laughs> Do you just want the gripes? You, Cody, I love the gripes. 
Yeah. You know, that's what people come for. You're. That's true. I'm the Oscar, the Grouch of the. You're the Grouch podcast, right? And you're everyone else in Sesame Street. Yes. Gordon and Big Bird and Elmo and the guy controlling Elmo. Yeah. All right. So was I mean I'm going first. Do you want me to make a grumpy rant about this movie that I like a lot? <laughs> is that what you're asking me to do? Because I'll do it. If you're challenging no, me, this is to, a challenge. I want your I want, rant. The gauntlet okay. has been thrown down. Okay. I just want your rant. So I'm saying, do you need me to rant so you have something to go off on? Or do you want this, to go in? Look, ball? we've established. Okay. I got a page and a half of notes and you got nothing. I got nothing. But I've also seen this movie only a few times. Meaning like 10 or more times. Mm-hmm. Not that many times. I haven't watched what I'm saying is I haven't watched it with JJ Abrams director commentary. You haven't? I haven't. I need to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you go first. I want to watch it with JJ Abrams in the room and every time yeah. there's something I don't like, just, I'm just smacking. smacking. Yeah. Just whacking. I just have like I just have like a lightsaber and I can just like just flick him, you know? Yeah. Give him a little. I want right. duct tape tasers to his <laughs> to his chest area. Areolas. <laughs> I just hit him, just jolt him every time I don't like something. Uh, well, it could, it could get very sexual very quickly. That's, that's, what that's I, the goal. That's the plan. Yeah, that's the goal. Oh, man. All right, I'm ready. All right. Oh, gosh, my timer went away. All right, go. Every actor in this movie has range, and I love them, okay? Oscar Isaac has range. Tom Hall Gleason has range. Daisy Ridley, I haven't seen her in anything else yet, but she probably has range. That's what I like what I like about the actors in this movie is they're in a Star Wars movie. And most people, I feel like a lot of people were introduced to Dom Hall Gleason and Oscar Isaac by this movie. I am a cool kid. All right. So I've seen the numerous other things and uh, they are nothing like, you know, they got the actor's gift of range, which is my favorite actor's gift. Um, and it, I love it. Okay. Here's the other good thing about this movie. They blow up a fighter with rifles. And I'm like, finally, in every other movie, all the rifles are shooting at the, ships and it's like you're not doing anything so what's even the point point? and this one they're like oh no they tanked his ship so good for them all right i appreciate that jj abrams is in here boom chalk that up for one in the win column it looks amazing ray ray star wars has a sand sled and i forgot that she sleds down a big sand dune and it made me jealous and made me want to live in a planet with big giant sand dunes I would just open a sand slide store. Why is everyone going around scavenging? They could have a whole economy based off of the big sand slide, okay? If you've been to the dunes, it's a blast. It's too hot and you can roll down hills, okay? If I had a sled at the dunes, forget about it. That's all I'm, that's my afternoon booked. I'm getting sunburned and I'm fine with it. I'm happy about it, okay? That's what you don't understand. Does she have a Luke Skywalker rebel pilot doll in her little room? She had a little like straw doll of a rebel pilot. I was like, that's nerd. What is what a dumb nerd. So dumb and nerdy. She has magic bread. How do they even do it? How do they do it? It can't be done. They turned dust and liquid into a fully risen gray loaf of biscuit. Okay, I don't know. I'm amazed. I'm perplexed. I love the props. It's I don't even care. There could Sci-fi movies could have zero plot at all and just be people walking around a building fussing with props and I would be happy. That's all I need, okay? When I die, put me on an abandoned sci-fi set 
and let my spirit just mess with stuff, all right? And make magic bread and slide down sand hills. That's all I need, okay? <laughs> uh, John Boyega, Finn is just, he's so good. I love, look, Luke Skywalker sucks. We all know it, but he gets better. It gets better over time. John Boyega, he's out of his element the whole time, and I love it. I love that he's like a center point of the story, and he, oh my goodness, he gets raised like, you're uh, you're in the resistance. He's like, yeah, yep, this is what we look like. Some of us, other of us look different. I was like, I love it. I love everything John Boyega says in this movie is is delightful, and I'm so like I said, I, it's the funniest Star Wars movie. It's got the best banter. And is delightful. I love the chemistry of the people, and I hate that they did a bad job. And <laughs> the you know, it's like why couldn't we have kept the gang together? And it could have been like this the whole time, you know. But it couldn't have been because I don't know why it couldn't have been. <laughs> I hate it. Okay, it could have been better. All right, that's your handhold. Look, this movie, it's good. Look, yes, okay, fine, whatever. It's the same story, okay. But they do things well. There's good writing. There's the hand-holding thing. You know, there's good story devices. John Boyega is always grabbing Ray's hand, you know. Finn's grabbing Ray's hand. She's like, let go of my hand. And then when they when they do team up, she grabs his hand. You're like, oh, look. You know, there's these good, there's good screenwriting in this movie, okay? As divisive as it is, as much as it just takes its things from it, they did a good job with it, okay? And it sucks, but it's also good. And it is a good movie. Like, if you only saw this movie, you'd be like, Star Wars is pretty great. I really like Star Wars, you know? Everyone could just see this movie with fresh eyes. If no other Star Wars movie existed, I think this one stands strong, okay? Stands strong, stands tall, okay? Look, Ray and Finn, they're cute together, all right? And why couldn't it happen? Because everyone's racist, and they won't allow a biracial couple in a Star Wars movie. I hate it. Look, Finn gives his life. Look, he does everything for Ray, and Ray's like... But there's a pasty villain? <laughs> and so I'll go over there. You know, it's just like this beautiful black man. Take him. Have him to hold and to have. And she's like, what about the evil guy? I hate it. It's so dumb. It's so bad. <sighs> BB-8 is so expressive. There's never been a droid. Look, he points at things. He gives a surprise look. He gives a thumbs up. I love it. I love BB-8. BB-8 is the heart and soul of this series, and they nailed it. They did a great job. They'll never do better than him. Mike was muted. You could have just kept going. I didn't unmute it before cutting you off. Darn it. You just stopped like a coward. I did. You ready for... You better go. Are you ready for my rebuttal? Yeah. I will buttle your re. <laughs> no, Cody, I've muted your mic. It's my time now. All right, here's the thing, Cody. You're talking about these biscuits. Let me introduce you to one thing and one thing alone. Idahoan instant potatoes. You ever done these? It's it's rocket surgery, what they're doing over there, Idaho and potatoes, all right? Everybody, go, stop what you're doing right now. Pull the car over, get out, walk to the grocery store. Get yourself a packet of these Idaho and potatoes. Get yourself some lukewarm water. It says hot water, but you can be like a dumb college kid and just be like, tap hot is fine. <laughs> or you could toss it in the microwave for 15 minutes and destroy a Tupperware dish. It's up to you. This is your journey. But what I need you to do is get some hot water, Pour that Idaho and potato stuff 
whatever it is. It's not potatoes. I tell you that in there, mix it up and then watch and boom, you have potatoes. You have mashed potatoes and they're so good. They're so good. It's magic. It's magic, Cody. All right. Here's the thing, Cody. I got gripe with this movie. It relies too heavily on nostalgia. I don't think this is a good movie if you have not seen Star Wars. I don't think this is a good entry point because so many of the things that they do are like a, oh, you know, oh, no, that's the, this thing. That's that thing. That's this thing. Spoilers. That's the Millennium Falcon. We're in spoiler town. Cody, hop on my back. I'll be a thing. I'll be a puppet thing that's uh, what is it? Is it a robot? Is it an animal? Is it a ranimal? What is it? Why is this guy trying to kidnap random droids? What are droids? Do they have rights in this universe or not? Because they seem very, a droid can do stuff on its own, but it has a master. Are they slaves? Are they property? What are they? Are those the same thing? Are they different things? Cody, look at me. Don't you look away from me. Was it a beast? Was it a robot? I hate it. I hate it every time. It's my least favorite prop in any movie ever, except for most other props in most movies, okay? You're on my back. I'm in that thing. We're in spoiler town. All right. They find the Millennium Falcon. They find Han and Chewie, right? Those movies, those mo those moments, they mean nothing if you have not seen the, the original trilogy. They mean nothing. They're like, who's this old fart and this dog man? Oh, is it, are these the guys from Spaceballs? I don't know. I never saw that movie. That's what everybody else is thinking, Cody. While you're thinking this is a perfect film, that's what everyone else is thinking. They're thinking, why are they ripping off Spaceballs? All right. Somebody should sue. Adam Driver is Timothy Chalamet with a giant nose. That's what they are. I looked at him and I was like, oh my gosh, this is where I thought this, Cody. Because I was like, you know what? Adam Driver would make a good uh, Paul Atreides in uh, Dune. And I thought, oh my gosh, Timothy. Oh, they look the same. But it'd be weird because then you'd have Adam Driver with Poe Dameron or Oscar Isaac, which is his fake name. As his daddy. And that might be weird. Is it all is also weird, Cody, that they're the, that's just weird in general because Timothy Chalamet is a very pale poor person, porson, just like <laughs> just like Adam Driver. <laughs> just like Adam Driver. He's pale, he's sexy, we love him. He throws the temper tantrums, he's like Darth Vader, but way less sinister, but much better as a person. Both in both on the screen and in reality and in our hearts. He's right here, Cody. He gave a whole speech about how finding a place to belong and all that. And that's why he joined the Marines. And he's a good man. And he gives motivational speeches at like poor kids schools. All right. That's what he does, Cody. What do you do? Nothing. You sit here and you play with your soccer trophy and your bobblehead of Hunter Dozer. He got traded, didn't he? I don't know. That's not what we're talking about, Cody. Don't, no. Yeah, no. I was looking at the other bobblehead. Mark one. I don't even know who that is. All right. So they go, they they make, here's what they're going to do. These are, they go to J.J. Abrams and they're like, J.J., we need to make a sequel to Star Wars Episode Six, and we want you. We want the guy that did Star Trek to do our Star Wars. And he's like, I gotcha. I'm going to destroy everything and reboot it from the beginning. And they're like, well, you can't do that. And he's like, all right. I'm going to copy the first one. They're like, well, you can't do that. Or I'm going to copy it, but make it a little different. How are you going to make it different? Well, we went from the Death Star to a bigger Death Star. Now I'm going to make an even bigger Death Star. And I, they were like, and somebody said, sure. And what they should have said was, 
Do something different. Do anything besides that. Just don't make a planet-sized Death Star that can shoot its beams across the universe. You know what that is, Cody? That is like putting the Fonz on a bike over a shark tank. Yeah. But nobody would do that. You didn't even cut me off, you fool. Well, is my mic is my mic going? I, I muted it so you could cut me off if you wanted to. Here's the thing. I wasn't timing you, and uh, I was enjoying. <laughs> Just basking in the rant. Look. Sure. Yes. Was it a mistake? No. But also, yes. But also, you got a boyfriend? You got a cute boyfriend? I love it. Okay. Yeah. Everything John I, like, I did like, like that. Like, well, you got a boyfriend? Cute boyfriend? I like that he so specified good. cute boyfriend. Yeah, it's so good. But, Which I, I've always thought, that's because this guy right here, he's like, but if she says, just boyfriend, I got a chance. <laughs> yeah. She says, cute boyfriend, no chance. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, if someone's already got a cute boyfriend. What are you gonna do? Nothing. You can't do nothing. What do Judy's you eyes are different. Judy's eyes. Chewy. Chewy's. Chewbacca's eyes are different. In this Is movie. it a different person? It's like no. It's the same guy. <gasps> it's the same guy. Uh, in the original trilogy, he got those uh, human eyes, and in this one, they gave him like beadier, animalier eyes. And I was, oh yeah, it really just because I've seen them so in such close succession, I was like. Oh, they totally changed his eyes. Yeah. I do remember noticing that. He looks more like a teddy bear now, whereas before I was like, oh, there's a dude in there. Oh, yeah. He's so much softer now. I know. Like, even people who that, that was like one of the facts that came out when it first was out, mm. was all the people that were on the original movie. Yeah. And on these ones were like, he's so much softer. It's ridiculous. Like, the old one was kind of gross and matted and like right. fur. And this right. one's like, oh. like, yeah. everybody's just touching him randomly. Like, Chewie finally picked a great conditioner and, you yeah. Know. Which that was a joke people made when they did the promo images that Chewie got conditioner. Yeah. Uh, Rathgars. Rathtar. Rathtars, which oh, yeah. sounds too much like Reptar. Shout out to all the OG Rugrats fans. They were come bringing it back. Um, the Rathtars are weird. It's a weird choice. Is it though? Someone pointed out to me, I think Rob pointed out to me, but he's like, that's not a Star Wars kind of monster star wars monsters are like big and they're puppets and they do stuff and these are like they're all cg and they roll they're rolling balls with tentacles and just yeah, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't fit they they did so many practical monsters in jaku and you go on a spaceship and it's like look a rolling cg ball and you're like well it doesn't look right yeah i mean you well, you're trying to sit there and say that you know production design wise that fits way better in like i don't know a star trek than it does in a star look, it's wars it's been said not by me but it's been said look what you think your friend knows things about movies he don't know nothing you know i'm sitting here i'm saying they need to be adding beaming and communicators and I, the federation of star wars it would make it better i found out rob gotta have a he's working on george clooney's next project oh you gotta have a, to a web conference call with george clooney oh you got a webcam chat with george clooney about movies do you ask him how big his wiener is um i think they did i think when you ha look obviously you've never had a webcam chat with george clooney and if you had known if you had done one you would have known this that's how you greet george clooney is you you both pull him out you lay him down next to a banana or a pencil yeah. so you can get a, a measure of what you're dealing with and you put it away and then you talk about your business yeah 
That's how you say hello. That's called the Clooney hello. Yeah. Okay. And if yours is bigger than his, then he won't work with you. Or is it if yours isn't bigger than his, he won't work with Look, you? Look, I think it's just a matter of who has more sway in the conversation. Okay. Oh, okay. Like if yours is bigger, then obviously your opinion is going to be have a little more weight behind it. Okay. When you're saying like, no, no, I really think we need to leave this in. Then he'll be like, all right, I'll see it to you. You have a bigger pee pee. Yeah. I don't make the Clooney rules. Okay. They, they're here. They're written in stone. Snoke. Oh, man. Snoke was a cool idea. You remember all the cool ideas they had for his backstory? And then everybody's mm -hmm. like, it didn't pay off. I got, I got, I'm not going to spoil anything for the end of this trilogy. I just want to shout out to everybody one fact. Yeah. The guy that came up with Snoke is the guy that finished Snoke. Story arc, really. Right? Mm. Yeah. So it was always going there. Was it? Because J.J. Abrams didn't write the second one. No, but he came back for the third one. But would he have written the third one the way he did if it, what happened in the second one didn't happen in the second one? I think so. Here's why. J.J. Abrams? It's a monster. He's bad at finishing stories. He's yeah. terrible at it. They get way too in the weeds and complicated. He likes lore and thinks everyone else does. Which is a bad enough thing when you're like writing books. It's worse when you make movies. Especially when it's like a blockbuster movie where it's like, hey, this has to have broad appeal. Okay. I did this exercise with Tiffany. Mm -hmm. So I'm ready to go on this, Cody. Hands me this question. I give you three Star Wars movies. Pick your three directors. <clears throat> For each one? You can, you can have one person do all three. Or you can have different people do each one. Or you can have a guy start and finish and a different guy in the middle. <laughs> I would never do that. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to pick if I had to pick one man, it would obviously be Denis Villeneuve. Mm -hmm. All right. If I could pick three, I would do like a. <laughs> oh, this is hard. Here's the three that come to mind. All right. It would be Denis Villeneuve. To start it or just in no particular order? I would say start with Ryan Johnson, go to Denis Villeneuve, and then it'd be cool to see Chris Nolan do it, do a finisher. But also, I don't know. Those are the three that come to mind if you're asking, like, hey, sci-fi trilogy, who's three directors you, like, see the work done? I'd pick those three. Yeah. What about you? So, okay. So for the first one? Yeah. I would probably go with J.J. Abrams. Okay. He's very good at starting things and making things that have mass market appeal. And they're fun. Yeah. They're fun. He's they look good. You're not going to blow anybody away, but he's going to make something that everybody likes and it's good enough. Yeah. For the middle one, this is important. I want whoever like directed <laughs> Harry Potter five, six, David or Yates. five and six or something. David yeah. Yates. Whoever is like been the guy that's directed the middle of long running series and I've just kind of good job. passed it. I want yeah. a guy that will just pass the baton, not do anything. Just be like, this is the thing you gave me. I'm going to pass essentially the same thing on. Yeah. And then for the end, I, I kept going back and forth, you know, honestly, like if I wanted to go for it, I want to go for it, Cody, you're not going to like it, but I would probably go for someone like James Cameron. Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, or depending on, here's the thing. I wanted to go the big budget spectacle route, James mm -hmm. Cameron. If I wanted the movie to like hold up for a long time and be one that people like and remember fondly, but it might not land correctly. It might not fit in the trilogy. I'd go with someone like Taika Waititi. Yeah. Yeah. But my golden boy answer is John Favreau. 
just give it to him. He yeah. would finish it out well, I think. He's the, he's got a pretty good track record. He's done some good big budget guys. Because he's a super nerd for Star Wars. Right. And loves it. And I feel like he would do an ending justice and give it like a good Star Wars ending. Mm-hmm. This is nine movies. This trilogy. We're in the the third trilogy of trilogies. Yeah. Right? We're like, we're the third move the third trilogy in a trilogy of trilogies. All right. That's true, yeah. Do you <sighs> feel like this trilogy paid off the other two trilogies? The beginning of this This one. movie does. Yeah. You got Maybe. Leia as a general. You got Han finally gets to have his like big hero moment. Like his hero send off, which is what they wanted to do in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And instead they were like, no, let's just have a happy ending. It's fine. And in this one, he gets to have like that moment of like, look, I made the sacrifice play and I was the hero and I died a hero and I was a good guy. Yeah. And um, Luke Skywalker comes back and you're like, oh, maybe you're finally good. And he like he looks cool. And you're like, oh, you finally made Mark Hamill look not dumb on screen. You know, you lost a lot of weight. Yeah, I read got- something that like him and um, Leia, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher both were like, all right, we're doing a diet. We're getting in shape. We're ready. Yeah, because he yeah. was, you know. The whole reason Mark Hamill went the voice acting route. I, I've told you about this interview several times, I think, where it's like someone asked him why you were Luke Skywalker, like one mm-hmm. of the biggest movie stars of the time. Yeah. He's like, because I can get fat and go to work in my sweatpants. That's the <laughs> whole reason he was like, yo, yeah. this is the job for me. I and mean, then they're like, it's if you're good at it, it's a pretty good gig. He's so good at it. Yeah, he is. He's, he's a great one of the greats. Do yourself a favor, everybody. Watch the episodes of the is it the Flash, where he's the trickster, and you'll ask yourself why in the world was he never cast as the Joker in a Batman movie? Because the trickster is just the Joker <laughs> for the Flash. Yeah, and uh, it's it's amazing. Man, he's um, the Joker. Here's what I'll say about this movie too. They did a great job with Ray. I really like Ray. Yeah, I think she's great. I think Daisy Ridley was a great casting choice. She has a staff. She's got a staff. Uh, what she's so she's, I like. They never like super explain it, but it makes a lot of sense, right? She's a scavenger. All she does is go around take parts off of ships, take the valuable parts off of ships. Yeah. So she gets the Millennium Falcon. And she's like really good at tweaking with it and messing with it, and I love that. Like they're having issues with the thing, and she like pulls something out and it starts working. She's like, I bypassed the compressor. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and she's so happy about. It. I was like, it's so good. I love Ray. She cute. She dumb. She no one's coming for her. That's the thing. And I'm glad she realizes it in this movie, and it's not like a trilogy long thing. But her whole thing is like, I gotta get back to Jakku. My parents are gonna be here any minute. And they said I had to do the dishes. You know, that's the thing she's doing. But she's been doing it for like ten years. No one's coming for you. If you live on look, if you live on a desert, as someone, I'm from the desert. Okay, you are. If you live in the desert and your parents leave you, you got. 48 hours. If they don't come back, they're never coming back. All right. <laughs> That's my thing. So yeah. Here's the other thing. This is this is the other thing this movie wrote well. Uh she goes when they go to Mas whatever. Masconada. Masconada, whatever that place is. And she's like, I didn't know there was this much green in the whole galaxy. That's a real thing. All right. If you're a desert person, if you're a garbage desert person like me, it's shocking. It's shot. I went to the south and I was like, what even? These are trees? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know those exist. I'd never seen a green forest before. And it blows your mind. Now I'm just used to it. And now when I go back home, I'm like, 
how do you live here? There's nothing. Yeah. Nothing. It's brown. Everything is brown and dead. That's what I say to uh, Tiffany's family every time we go to Arizona. Mm-hmm. It's shocking, but it was real. It was a, I've had that moment. It's a real thing. The virgin eyes to foliage. Yeah. You're also from like the desert. Yeah, I am. Not even like Tiffany's from the desert, but it's like, you know, the green patch along a dried up river. Yeah. But you're not from the green That's, patch on a dried up river. I'm not. That's true. You're from like uh, the town they have in like Supernatural. Yeah. Or something. No, they don't do that. Like an old Western. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, everyone died because that one well dried up. Exactly. That's where I'm from. That's where you're from. They got a diner there that's in a movie or something. Yeah. The diner from Kill Bill. Volume yeah. 2. Yeah. Is in there. They also, if you saw Mank, uh, when he goes out to like the ranch in the desert, it's in Victorville. They shot in Victorville. Isn't that fun? Oh, Victorville. Yeah. Everyone loves Victorville. We all love Victorville. We all love Emma Jean's Hollenberger. Go there and get the Brian Burger. Tell them I sent you. They'll have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I just like the idea that like 15 people have gone there and been like, yeah, Cody recommended this. And they're like, who is Cody? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Here's the thing. They go, they're at this place. Ray goes to the basement. She has a little force vision. I thought that was a good call. You know, I thought that was a good one. And there's Luke's lightsaber. And I'm confused because didn't Vader destroy Luke's lightsaber or discard it? Because Luke had to get a new lightsaber. It, he cut off his hand while he was holding the lightsaber. Right. So how did they get Luke's lightsaber? Look, I thought lost? it was like gone. She's got her ways. So it was just lost and she got her paws on it a few years later and she'd been holding it. Yeah, I mean, it, it did just kind of fall into the workings of Cloud City, so. All right. Yeah, they just got it, nabbed yeah. it. The Youngling Slayer 3000, is that what they call it in all the memes? The Yeah. Yeah. It did kill a lot of children. That's but, a fact. Come on, who hasn't? All right, yeah. I wish one of us can say that we're exempt from, you know, I killing mean, a few kids. There's something I didn't mention. In temple. Something that I didn't mention uh, when we did the last Star Wars episode, but I want to bring it up now, Cody. You played Star Wars Battlefront. Yes. Right? Yeah. You're trying to look me in the eye and seriously tell me you didn't love that Stormtrooper versus Ewoks mode. <laughs> that's you didn't fun. love annihilating those Ewoks. Yeah. That's a and good then time. when you got put on the Ewoks team, you're like, well, this sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 That was a good time. Uh, Dom Ogle I already said it. Dom Gleason's got range. Okay, if you haven't seen About Time, go watch About Time. If you haven't seen Peter Rabbit, I've heard it's cute. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Poe. Uh, here's the thing. Here's my problem with Poe. <gasps> I love Oscar Isaac. I love the character of Poe Dameron. He rolls up. He frees Finn. He's doing the Lord's work. All right. Yeah. And they make a point of being like, look how good a pilot he is. He's so great. He kills Starkiller base, whatever. Great for him. He goes from being the best flying ace in the galaxy to the dude that has to follow people around on their missions. Yeah. That's his arc in the trilogy. And it just yeah. kind of sucks. You're like, you introduce... Here's the thing. My problem with it is this. No, like, major spoilers for the rest of the trilogy, but, like, you introduce three great characters. You got Poe, you got Finn, you got Rey. Their names are all very easy to pronounce and short and simple. And they're all very good characters and compelling characters, I would say. Yep. Almost. And like, then you, the only one you kind of pay off is Ray. Everyone else is like, yeah. 
all right, uh, gosh, what are we gonna do with you guys? <laughs> like, come on, you had three characters. <laughs> That's it. You had three characters, three movies. It's not that hard. It's almost like uh, the next guy, the next director. You know, it's like striking out with slow pitch softball. You know, <laughs> no one thought it's like it was when a possible. pitcher just throws three change ups and you you strike out. You're like, I don't. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> He didn't give me a heater or a curveball or anything. He threw three pitches at 60 miles an hour and I fell for it each time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that sucks. I feel, like we're really, Isaac. I feel like we're really teeing it up to rip into the next one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see. All right. Here's the thing. Han Solo's here. Leia's here and they have their reunion and they're like all estranged and they're you know their son left and it was the whole thing and so he left whatever and they have a reunion and then three p c3po pops up and it's like oh uh, leia did you see it's han and i'm like why are you even here <laughs> like number one they make a point of being like yeah, r2 oh yeah he's been hibernation ever since ever since luke left which was like either 10 or 50 years ago and meanwhile, 3PO is like, I got a red arm. I'm here. <laughs> Shut up, 3PO. You're doing nothing for anyone. Why is he the only one that gets to be in all nine movies? I hate it. I hate everything about him. I hate that he's here getting to participate at all. Okay? You just got to watch the move, the backstory, YouTube, digital, whatever comic book thing that explains how he got his red arm. Isn't that where they explain it? I neither know nor care. Ugh, I hate him. Here's what you need, Cody. What? You need this the Clone Wars episodes that are just about him and R2. Because it is just R2 being a secret agent, basically, and him, Mr. Magoo, and his way <laughs> after him. And it's the best. And it's what they need in the movies yeah, and what yeah. they never do in the movies. I hear you. I do, I do hear you. Here's, here's what I realized about Chewbacca. All right. Give it to me. Chewbacca's like, what, 250 years old at this point? Older than that, I think. He's very old. Very he's old. in his 200s. Easy. Yeah. All right. I realize he's a big kitty cat, okay? Yeah. He talks a mean game, and he gets real grumpy when you try to mess with him, but he also just wants love, and he wants to be cuddled. He loves hugs. Yeah. He loves scratches behind his ears. Don't mess with him because he will claw your face. That's what he is. He's just a big kitty cat. He's like a giant Rottweiler, you know? Uh-huh. They'll rip your throat out. But they probably won't. Yeah. Yeah. But they'll act like they're gonna. I have a question. I have a really important question. Kylo Ren's mask. Yes. Is it cast iron? In here's real life? why I ask this. Is that what you're asking or... Canonically, is it made out of cast iron? Because here's the no. thing. He sets it down in a pile of ashes that are like on a thing. Does he cure his helmet cast iron style? I think no. he's out here seasoning his helmet. Why'd he put it in a pile of ashes? Those are Darth Vader's ashes. Why is Darth Vader's ashes loosely loose on a table? Because he like worships Darth Vader. I'm just confused. They're also not in, the they're in like an altar. How do you get Darth Vader's ashes? He went and got them. From the moon of Endor? Yeah. But no, really though, what did he set his helmet down on? I'll, I'll look Kylo it up. Kylo Ren's mask. Yes. That's a, you know the moment. He sets it down. Yes. I'm, I'll double check, but I'm 90% certain. I think his mask is made out of cast iron is what I'm saying. I think it doubles as a pot. 
I don't think it is, but I accept that you think that. Starkiller Base is a hollowed out planet, right? Uh, is it? It has a whole... Look, there's trees that have been there for at least 30 years. Is it a hollow... It's definitely on a planet. Is it a hollowed out planet? Well, there's the giant thing in for the laser. Yeah. They had to bore into the core of the planet to make that, right? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, they made the Death Stars feel big. They made Starkiller Base feel like it was like an outpost in the middle of nowhere on some random planet. They blow up five planets. That's whatever. I don't care. No so one cares. It does. Also, do they have to move it? Does like, it move? They didn't. They never really established. They mentioned the Senate. They blew up the Senate. So the thing is, they blow up the planets with the Senate on it. But I don't feel like they really like. They literally say it as they're doing it. And was I right? It's not cast iron, but it, it is Saracen iron and silver. The silver bits are silver. I'll dig deeper into Cerasian iron. It's a metal. Whoa. That was found on asteroids in the belt. Ancient Sith alchemists valued it in crafting weapons and armor. It uh, resonates with the dark side of the force. Yeah. That's and cool. Stuff. And so that some dude that you might see later mm. makes the helmet for him. Wow. Out of the Sith stuff. Um, I love the bowcaster in this movie. I love that it's knocking people over. Yeah. It's so good. It's so satisfying to watch people get taken out by that thing. Just taken out. Oh, yeah. I, uh... What did you think about Ray's force powers in this one? Some people were upset with it. Some people didn't mind it where you fall. All she really does is the mind trick, right? She does summon a lightsaber with force powers. Yeah. I don't like that he dodged out of the way of it. I would have liked it of better what? if they were opposite ends of the lightsaber and it went to her. That's what they made it look like because it's like, oh, he can't pull it because someone else is pulling the other way. So it's like, oh, no, she's uh, she's in his direction. Because if it was coming right at his face, every other thing that's ever been shown about a Jedi ever would indicate that he would just reach up and grab it. Yeah, but didn't it make a great, made for a really good shot? No. It made for a really good reveal. I don't know. I Some people like were mad. They're like, what? Kyle has been trained for a Jedi for a long time, and he's, you know, descended from Darth Vader. He's going to be far strong with the Wars, and then what? Rage just pops up, and I don't have any problem with it, to be honest. Here's the other thing. Everybody, okay. I got gripe. I got gripe here. Tell me. Everybody's like, let me, I'll explain every fight in the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Kylo Ren and Rey fight. Ray wins. Kylo Ren runs away. He never feels like a bad guy. Kylo Ren got shot with a bowcaster, which I will remind you, similar people have been shot with a normal blaster. Mm -hmm. Bowcasters are decidedly stronger than a regular blaster. Right. Have been grazed in like the side by a blaster or on the shoulder and yeah. died within minutes. Mm -hmm. He took a bowcaster to the gut and was still trucking. Just punched himself in the gut. So, well, what was that about? You never, smacking himself you never hit, in the wound to uh, here's the thing I just to hype himself up like, yes i, I understand <laughs> it because that's here's something i would do the problem is i was fine with him doing it once even twice but when he does it the third time i'm like stop <laughs> this is it too hurts. much what else he what? just keeps doing okay. it let's say you have a again. sudden shooting pain in your thigh how are you going to solve that pain tell me how do you solve it you meditate 
you smack your your thigh as hard as you can with your fist. Oh, you're one of those. Yeah. Ugh. So I understand oh, him. Oh my gosh. Also, he's trying to get himself angry, I think is the canonical reason. Oh, yeah, that checks it, out. He's channeling his, his pain rage. and anger yeah. to, yeah. Because he's a dark boy, one yeah. of the dark side boys. But they're like, Ray kicks his face in. It's like Ray lost that fight and then got good for about two swings of her lightsaber. And he Ugh. was like, why? Where is this That's coming thing. from? I, I do. I like a lot of this lightsaber fight. I like the lighting of the red and the blue. Yada, yada, yada. I like that, you know, the lightsaber is going through trees and stuff. What I don't like is that Ray does the same move where she's like, let me poke in. She does it five times in a row. Yeah. It drives me crazy. I was like, you got to do something different. That move's not working. Yeah. But I did like the, you know, the drama of this lightsaber fight, but it didn't hold up as well as I had remembered. Yeah, no, it's not good. Which ones are the Knights of Ren? The Knights of Ren is, are you asking when the fight is? Well, he fights him in the third one of this trilogy, right? Spoiler. But yeah. Yeah. He, but who are they, though? What do they do? They're just like Sith guys, I think. I'll hear, you Sith know what? fanboys. I got, I got it here where I can click into it. I'll get you more details, Cody. Don't yeah. you worry. Knights of Ren, they're uh, mass warriors who serve Kylo Ren, master of the Knights of Ren. Uh, whatever. And Supreme How Leader. come they're never doing anything with him? Here's what I think. I bet if all three movies were by J.J. Abrams, or if you'd pass it off to, like, I don't know, a good director, they would have done a lot more with the Knights of Ren. Like, I would have made the Knights of Ren the bad guys of the second one. The main, oh, like, have that Snoke cool. could be the guy, but not really encounter him until the third movie. Yeah, that would have been smart. Just like in the original trilogy, where it's like, okay, we, we see bits and pieces of the Emperor, but we don't confront him until the last movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would have been like, okay, so it was Ren and, Sno- and Hux in this one. And then the next one would be like Ren and the Knights. And then the last one, maybe you get to yeah. Ren and Snoke. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice to see him in action before it's just like, oh, they're here. We're fighting. I'd love to see what they did or do. Yeah. They yeah. also, yeah, they just made it done. Here's what I'll say. I will say this. I think this is a hot. This is like a spicy take. This is like a flaming hot con limon take. I think this is the best ending of a Star Wars movie. Okay. Okay. You do look, you blow up the Death Star, which yeah. is the ending to a lot of Star Wars movies. This one, they blow it up. Instead of it just being like high fives, you blow up the Death Star, end of movie. It's like, hey, we know where Luke Skywalker is. So there's like this little five minute epilogue, and it's Ray, and he goes, and you see Luke Skywalker. He looks super cool. They have they share a meaningful glance, and it's like oh i'm so ready for the next movie and it just ends yeah so good like i saw this movie so many times in theaters and every time people were like yes this is awesome yeah so cool so good i'm ready for the next one i think it's the best ending to a star wars movie yeah i think it's definitely it's i think the biggest reason that the next movie is such a disappointment is because this one was like the amount of hours of speculation like by people who not just like you and your buddies, but I'm talking like professional movie critics and like every podcaster ever had like multiple episodes analyzing just that stare down between Luke and uh, Ray. Yeah. And like, what does his face mean? What does this twitch of his brow mean? Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, did it all pay off? Some might say yes. Most will say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, here's my question to you. All right. Talk to me. Oh, I thought of something. This is the biggest question. This is because here's the thing. You know, like it or hate it, they copied the first movie, which means there is a a divisive question that is asked by this film. Who turned on the lightsaber? Oh, you know, I'm not. I've heard people. I've heard people speculate that it was Han. Which does make it makes sense logically. But also the vibe of the scene, I don't think, was pointing towards that. I understand how you'd make a case for it. I think Kylo Ren did it. You think Kylo Ren did it? Yeah. I think Han turned on the lightsaber. But you look so surprised when it happened. Well, yeah. I mean, if you shot yourself in the gut, you would probably still look pretty shocked when it actually hurt as bad as it did. Here, yeah. So, but I understand. Because you know who also like, looked very shocked I, by it? Kylo. Kylo Ren. He's also like, I don't have the strength. I know what I have to do. I don't think I have the strength to do it. So why did Han do it, though? So to keep him out of trouble with Snoke? I think... But also why keep him out of trouble with Snoke? You know? Here's what I think. It, I feel like this is the main argument for Han turned on the lightsaber, right? Is that he saw this was the moment. Like, Anakin had his moment when he went into the youngling room in the Jedi Temple and murdered a bunch of children. Rad. And then he was a Sith. Yeah. So I think in that moment, he saw this was Ray, uh, Ben, Benjamin's moment. Mm -hmm. Young yeah. Ben, young Ben Kenobi. Yeah. Young Ben Solo. I wonder if he means. Why is he named Yobi Ben? One. Why is he named Ben? Because here's the thing. No, yeah. no, no, no. Think yeah. about it. Think about it. They had hot luck. Luke was dealing with a close tie to old Ben Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> Leia was sent away by him as a baby. Okay. And that's basically it. And then they were on the ship and they're like, Luke's like, Ben, and then he dies. <laughs> and yeah. that's their connection. And I guess Han Solo was like, your space wizard cult is weird. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Well, I think so in the show, why? they're going to make it out like he was more involved in Leia's life, too. Like that she had met him before. Old Ben. All right. Yeah. So that she knew him as like this, you know. Protector, or are they dude. just like Luke's too much of a nerd, he'll never pass his name on. So, I guess we'll have to name him Ben Kenobi. Yeah. Or, hold up, is it Luke and Leia's baby? <gasps> <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not like that. But I think it's my brother, yeah, <laughs> you stupid. Of course, he's my brother. <laughs> what? Oh, but so I think he saw it's this is the moment where like. He's, you know, he knew because like you said, there's the only time I like. Here's why I like Kylo Ren a lot. He's the only guy that's like, I'm trying to be a Sith, but I feel the pull to the good. Everybody's like, I feel the pull to the dark. As boring, it's dumb. We hate it. We've all done it. I feel We've the pull to the light. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that is I like cool. that. Or he's like, I I was raised, I was raised to be a good boy. Oh. I don't want to be a bad boy. Yeah. And so. And so to save his son from crossing over that line he did it himself he did it himself because he's like i'll turn it on then you won't have to make that decision wow that's interesting I'm giving han a lot of credit yeah but also the other thing i've seen a lot of people point out is like 
Chewie missed. Chewie doesn't miss. But Chewie also was like there to help raise this young man. Mm-hmm. This, this supple young boy. Yeah. He missed on purpose. Wait, who did he shoot at? He shot Kylo Ren in the side. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember his punch in his side? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot he shoots him. Yeah, I mean, no, you, you do make a good point. You make a very good point. I know I do. The pulls of the light. I do like Kylo Ren, and I like that he's he's trying to be out of favor. Obviously, he's, he's immature. He's not as tested. He is very strong, but he's not that strong. You know, he's, he also, he doesn't kill Finn. He doesn't kill Rey. Yeah. You know? Um, it was dumb that he didn't kill Finn. It was very much like, a, oh, it's a Hollywood movie. Well, it's a blockbuster. To be fair, he did slash up his back. If Finn did not have the thickest of thick, thick plot armor, mm-hmm. he would have died. Right. If Finn was in a Stormtrooper uniform. Is, it's yeah. so dumb because the way Finn's story goes, it's almost like could have killed him. I liked yeah. Finn. I wanted, I just wanted more from him. Yeah. Speaking of Finn. Yeah. What, what, watching it now again after probably, I'm guessing you haven't watched them in a little bit, in a minute, yeah, as they say. A, yeah. How did your thoughts on the, this other stormtrooper? I know a lot of people got real deep into him. Yeah, the stormtrooper. Oh gosh, you're going to make me look. Traitor guy? Traitor, yeah. I don't, the thing is. I dug deep into um, him. The thing is, Kylo Ren also calls him a traitor. So I wonder if they just knew, because right, they all know he's a fugitive. And so I think that's probably just like a common thing. People were like, oh, yeah, you're a defector. You're a traitor. But I've heard people be like, oh, like maybe there's like a side story. Maybe they were friends. Maybe they were. Eh. Well, it's like think about it from like a good if they were good guys. Right. Not bad guys. Yeah. Especially the, the I think the reason people latched onto the stormtrooper so much. Was one, they gave that stormtrooper a name. And a little bit of a backstory that, yes, they did. They were like trained together. They'd known each other since they were like babies. Uh huh. And it's like if they were a good guy, the bad guys like whatever, who cares? But if they were good guys and you left the cause, you left the cause for the bad guys. It's like you were my brother and I can. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I do like that. I hear it. I hear it. I mean, that, that it speaks to the writing of this movie that you're like, oh, there is. You can speculate these things from it. There's there's interesting points to consider. I think it's a well-written movie. Yeah. It just stinks that it's the mirror image of another movie that already exists in the same franchise. Yeah. But I do like I I like the fact that they do the good version of flipping things around, you know, with the I feel the pull to the light and the yeah. having that, you know, you betrayed us, you know, traitor reaction between the Mm-hmm. The bad guys yeah. and the guy that turned to be a good guy. Because yeah. you never have the bad guy turn the turncoat or the the former bad guy mm-hmm. being called like a traitor. You always have like the guy who betrays the good guys being be like, they right. betrayed us. Yeah, yeah. No, I hate it is good. Oh, speaking of Finn, it's so funny. He's talking to Han. He's like, look, I'm a big deal with the resistance. I'm going to be a pretty big target on my back. And they're like, first order sympathy. <laughs> I love Han. He's like, Listen, big deal. <laughs> you got a bigger problem. Women always find out the truth. Yeah. <laughs> always. I, don't, I love it. I love the Han just saw like right through. You know, Ray's too innocent. All she cares about is getting back to her dirt, her little sand pit. Yeah. So she can wait for her mom and dad. Collapsed at um, Yeah. Anyway, so I just. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. Here's, okay. Are you. Do you have any big points? Because if not, I have a couple fun facts. I, I have. I had a point. Give me. Give me stare into my eyes so that I can remember this point. 
It had to do with Finn. Oh, this has the best. They so many times in this show. They're like, I'm going to give you a nickname. This is the best one. Yeah, that's true. It is. Here's the serial number. He's like, what does that mean? It's like, that's the only name they ever gave me. He's like, well, I'm not calling you that. Yeah, it is. And I love their I'm little calling you by your slave name. <laughs> yeah, I love. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I can make two changes to this movie or like this, this trilogy. Number one, Finn and Poe are gay. They're gay together. And it's great. We would all love it. Yes. Uh, what, a young black man, young Jewish man. They're both hot. They both know it. And they hook up. Okay. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Gotta be. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> He's either Jewish or a race of people that really hates Jewish. Yeah. People. One of those. <laughs> so I would do that. Just because it doesn't work out for either of them throughout the trilogy. It's like, you know what? Let's give that. That would give something to go on. Obviously, you couldn't do it because it's a Disney movie and uh, they'll never do it. They're cowards. Yeah. But it's fine. I'd make that change. Number two, when they blow up five planets, one of them has to be Naboo. Okay. The Gungans, they're gone. They're all wiped out. Yeah. It's Here's what it should be. It's the exact same shot they used in the Return of the Jedi where it's them celebrating, except it's them just exploding. That's what I want. Yeah. Those are the two changes I would make. I think if you Naboo to is dead, is exploded. Jar Jar Binks, we watch him. He's in the I don't know. He's he's frying an egg or something, and he with dies. force lightning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what would be awesome. Cut to that, and then a figure, rogue figure, just, turns and it's Jar Jar with his yellow eyes, and then boom, blows up. Just be like, yes, it is true. Also, he's dead. Yeah. So that's those are the things I would change. I think if you'd given the movie to a ballsier director, they would have done something like that. Yeah, they didn't even say they even went out of their way to be like, we didn't blow up Coruscant. We blew up this other planet. It's like, why? Why didn't you just blow up Coruscant? Right. If you're never going back to Coruscant, why did that's where the Senate is? That's where the Jedi Temple. Why? (laughs) It spends three movies chasing after this like woman. It's stupid. All right. What's your point? Did you just make your point? I don't remember. My point was the name thing that I think they did it well it as opposed to Han. Well, because <laughs> solo. So best to worst, you yeah. would say Finn. Finn's the best. Next is Rogue One. Good, but not the best. Because that's just him thinking of a name. And then last would be Han Ugh, solo. solo. All right. So just a, I only have a couple. Yeah. Number one. Daniel Fleetwood, Star Wars super nerd, had terminal illness. He was going to die. Um, and he wasn't sure if he'd make it to the re- release of the movie. John Boyega and Mark Hamill were like, hey, J.J. J. J. Abrams, we got to let this guy see the movie. He got to watch Star Wars, and he died five weeks before the before the release. Isn't that just a, a, a good tale we can all feel happy about? A Star Wars fan died. That's a positive. But he got to see the movie. Before. <laughs> but he got to see the movie. Isn't that cool? Isn't that fun? That's just the... That's just the plot of yeah oh definitely what was what's fanatic the, or super fan or fan film or the movie where they're they're on a road trip to break into George Lucas's house to yeah. steal Episode One and then the punchline is Episode One wasn't good <laughs> yeah that's the punchline of the movie yeah it's classic everyone loves it um, number two J J Abrams was not the first choice for this movie you'll be shocked to know. He did spend, I think he spent like a week or a month in our, or in like negotiations. They, he was just like, I don't look, this movie's going to be huge for the culture and I'm nervous about that. Blah, blah, blah. They ended up yeah. getting to do it. But 
Uh, two directors passed passed on it. Brad Bird, who did who did uh, The Incredibles. Oh, okay. Pixar guy did The Incredibles. Red when has that ever gone bad? The Iron Giants, Jurassic World. Oh no, that's as an actor. Sorry. Anyway, Iron Giant, Incredibles, Ratatouille. Pretty good. So you're trying to tell me this could have been as good as John Carter? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Wait, was Brad Bird the John Carter guy? No, but that was a guy right. that had it was only a done guy Pixar who went movies. from Pixar to live action. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he ended up doing Tomorrowland instead. Is all right. He also did a Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. So I People mean, like that one. Let's imagine do Ratatouille, Mission Impossible, and then Star Wars. So he'd already done Star Wars. Are already done Mission Impossible? Yeah. Okay. So he'd already proven live action, live action action film. I can do it. Disney property. I can do it. And then he passed. Yeah. And made Tomorrowland, which everyone remembers, was whatever. It was fine. Yeah. It had George Clooney in it. It was fine, and it did not make any money. So that's, that's cool. And the other person was uh, Matthew Vaughn, I've who I believe is the uh, Kingsman guy. He directed X-Men First Class, Kingsman, Kick-Ass. And uh, yeah, he is doing a new the Kingsman, next Kingsman movie as well. He didn't do the second one, though, right? No, he did. He did do it? He did both Kingsman movies, okay. X-Men First Class, Kick-Ass, Stardust. Stardust was a weird one. But yeah, he's done a lot of the newer X-Men movies. What? Wait, hold up now. You're trying to tell me you didn't like Stardust? Cody, that's the classic date movie. That's like It's the classic Rexburg. <laughs> this is a movie we've all seen. No one's going to complain if we put on Stardust. Wait, you saw you watched it as a group. I only ever watched that for a date movie. I'm married to my wife Look, because of Stardust. Nerdy Christian fantasy fans love Stardust. I got my wife my girlfriend at the time to stay the night after stardust nice i uh saw it in theaters and i saw half of it in rexburg once only once cody i don't know i don't know how i escaped here's how i escaped why did you i had friends that liked good movies so so we went and watched we went and watched um what's that movie with the bear and leonardo revenant we were the cool kids, all right? We weren't hanging back and watching Stardust in the dorm, okay? We were driving 30 minutes away to watch an R-rated movie where Leonardo DiCaprio falls in love with the bear. Yeah. It's been a little while since I've seen it. I'm pretty sure that's what happens. That's definitely what happens. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we could have had the guy who's done some great comic book adaptations. We could have had the guy from Pixar slash Mission Possible. Instead, we did JJ. I think any three of those could have done a good job. Yeah. Uh, but... And honestly, I don't, I only think, I think it's the writing. I think it's the writing that lets it down. And it's only because it's, it's a mirror copy of another movie. Yeah. Um, the thing is they had a script a lot closer to the George Lucas one. So George Lucas had his plan for the nine movies and they took a lot of the points from that and they had written a script for it and they submitted it and they were like, eh, I'm not sure. And then when JJ Abrams got on, he was like, how about this? I hate it. I won't do it. What I will do is this. Hmm. made his like mirror copy so there were a couple directors that would have been tied to this that were like no we're doing the lucas plan and it's going to be it's going to be the skywalker's kids which i mean you know they do use that in this one right because yeah. kylo ren's in it but it would have been like hey the kids of the people in the last movie are in this luke skywalker is the ben kenobi of this trilogy which they use elements of but they yeah. didn't they didn't use 
the George Lucas plan, they went with another plan, and George Lucas was super bummed about the it being a rehashing of A New Hope. So that's that's the movie we got. I'll tell you this though. Yeah. My uh my aunt loves and her whole family. They love those the Star Wars books. They have like a room four times the size of this one. Oh wall to wall, like all four four walls covered in bookshelves filled with Star Wars books. Wow. They freaking love them. They have every single book in the series that's all about uh, Han and Leia's kids. Yeah. It's like 40 books. Oh, my gosh. There's too much. So I think as a whole, it was a good decision to say those don't exist in this in canon. Those are solidly in the legends because you just get too into the weeds with that. I think I think if the prequel trilogy had done a little better, I think maybe it's like, hey, no, we really got to follow the same line. Yeah, but since the prequels were disappointing in a lot of ways, it's like sure, get some new characters yeah. in there. And to their credit, I think the new characters they introduced were great. I think yeah. Kylo Ren is great. I think Ray is great. I think Poe is great. I think Finn should have been gay. You know, yeah. that's what we all got. I think they introduced a great cast of characters. So good for them. It could have been a love triangle, but just between the two guys. It could have been a love triangle between Kylo Ren, Poe Dameron, and Finn. <sighs> Come on. Yes. Oh. oh, yeah. That's all I've got. I do. I like this movie a lot. <laughs> For as many things we said we didn't like about it, you take out C-3PO, you blow up Naboo, I'm pretty happy with the movie. <laughs> if you change, change just a couple things, it was more original story, maybe. C-3PO. But what so they did was great. Yeah. You can play dry something and have it be really good. <laughs> and that's... uh. That's what we got here. I think it's one like of the better movie. Like, honestly, of the ones we've seen, I think the only one I enjoy more might be like Empire. <laughs> I think this one might I might like this one a little better than A New Hope. Um, This might be the set. My second favorite Star Wars movie, maybe. Yeah. Rogue One's really good, too. I don't know. It's up there. Right. I have one more thing. It's up towards the tops. Can Top we agree three. on this one thing? Yeah. Poe Dameron flew out of the oscillator. Yeah. Also, I hated that whole interaction of a thing of that size must have some kind of thermal oscillator. And I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> Who's the apparently he's the admiral in charge, but nobody acknowledges that until somebody addresses him as Admiral. Who? 30 minutes Which later. Guy? Which guy? The Asian guy that was like an oscillator of some kind. Oh yeah. And like I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. So I was just like, what? What? I hated that whole scene. I'm like, why did you need this? You no, never, in none it. of the other ones, did you explain you how shooting this target it. will blow the whole thing up? And the next one, they're like, if we can get inside and blow up the reactor, it'll blow up. You could have done that. You could have just said that. Like, if we can just get inside yeah, and blow up the reactor. You gotta come up with nonsense science terms. What's the Rick and Morty episode? was like, you can't just add quantum to whatever you want yeah. and then make it sci fi or whatever. Yeah. It's one where they keep going into the microverse batteries too, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. What else? What else? What else is there to say? But he got out of there, right? That's what I'm saying. He got out of the thermal oscillator. He, got he flew in, out. He got, he flew in and flew out. Yes. Here's my thing. All of my friends at the time and many of the podcasts I listened to were like, we never saw if he flew out. I'm like, not only did you see it, they held on it for like, a good 10 seconds. Yeah. Him flying out. 
His his X-wing looks different. It is black. Yeah, it looks evil. Looks like bad guy shit, but it's not. It looks different from every other X-wing. Yeah. He's just, so how yeah, did you're right. He's so many people? I don't know. It's like you it's, and Kalen thinking that one bounty hunter dying was just death gargles when you could turn the subtitles on and it says words. Mm-hmm. Actually, now in the Disney Plus version, it has subtitles for what they what she says. Oh yeah. I don't know. What did you think of this one? I thought I liked it. Where did you put it? In the movies we've seen so far, is it middle of the pack? Is it towards the top? I mean, I like that it has the practical effects of the... It is, in my opinion, it is A New Hope with modern filmmaking techniques added. Not replacing it, just added to make it look better. Yeah. So... It doesn't have the best lightsaber fight, but I think it has like a lot of the I think it's the best of all of them so far. Wow. Because it's just like it's it does look right. And I mean, even like the the starfighter fights, yeah, the camera angles they use and the effects they use are like, oh, it looks so cool. Like when the you know, when the Millennium Falcon does its big turns and if the camera's following the ships, like the fights look great. Yeah. I like how they like adjust the camera and like the Millennium Falcon, the camera moves real slow and like mm-hmm. big motions and the X-Wings and TIE Fighters. It's real fast and jerks yeah. around a lot more. Mm-hmm. Fits the ship like you're saying. It was yeah. Like, that part of it is great. Like I remember the trailer. The, they did a great job with the trailer this one too. Like when yeah. it starts, it's like it's Finn on, on Jakku and he's all sweaty and you're like, oh, it's like a Stormtrooper guy. What's going on there? And they show the Millennium Falcon and they show like the X-Wing and you're like, Austin is going to be really cool. And it was. Yeah, it was cool. Looks great. They did a great job with the effects. It is interesting to see it go from a self-funded George Lucas thing with great effects to, all right, we've got $200 million behind this thing, and it looks great. Yeah. In a different way. I definitely think this is what George Lucas thought in his head the prequels were going to look like. Yeah. And he just didn't execute on it. It well. is interesting because they they made a point of like, okay, we're going back to dirty sci-fi with this one. It's not going to be shiny, shiny and pretty like the prequels were. Which I always think it makes sense for those to be more shiny because it's like it's the Republic. It's the height, you know, it's things dirty. are better. You're not in you're not. Well, you, you do go to Tatooine. You spend so much time on Naboo, you know, which is yeah. like this pretty nature lake house, Senate planet, I, whatever. I still kind of want them to remake the the prequel trilogies. Or the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. It'd be so difficult to do, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be. navigate that minefield. I think you'd have to take the loose structure of the story. Yeah, you take the skeleton of the story. Yeah. But like really flesh out other parts of it, you know, and be like, all right, we're we're really focusing yeah. on different things. But the basic story beats are here. Yeah. I've always just thought about like the prequel would be more of a if they remade it, you know, make it be like this is we're going to focus on the Clone War. And like, mm. that's the focus. And then you get real small with the, you know, original trilogy, like kind of shrink it back down. Yeah. Again, but like make everything scope a much bigger, make it like a bigger, grander scale thing. Yeah. So either, will they ever be able to, though? Because I feel like if you do that, then it opens yeah. the door to people being like, one, people are going to say, don't remake them. Other people are going to be like, well, now you got to remake the other ones, which you can't. We're, we live in a time where copyright law is such that there will be nothing new in our lives and all franchises will be a rehashing of everything you've already seen. Yeah. 
that's the it's the reality of the world you know i think we're gonna have 90 percent rehashed content for like big franchises and 10 percent. hey we made a new ip yeah i think that's how it's gonna go so i mean i guess yeah. eventually maybe well it's also like you know if somebody has a really cool idea for like a space smuggler story they're just gonna slap star wars on it right you know yeah because it'll make it more successful so it's something that wasn't a star wars story mm-hmm. but then it's now a star wars story. sort of like how solo no jedis in solo yeah so lightsaber fights but it's star wars there's yeah. blasters and there's smuggling it's like you got a laser you got a laser pistol spaceships that's star wars that's star wars it could take place in 500 years or 200 years before or 10,000 years after or yep. at the same time, but uh, no one has even heard of it. We're on the Outer Rim, so. And <laughs> don't leave without me. <laughs> He's going to go off with random dudes. Those are human traffickers. He's about to oh, be yeah. sold back. In. He's about to be sold back to be a first order soldier. Oh, yeah. 1,000%. Oh, man. All right. That wraps it up for me. Yeah, I got nothing else to uh, say. Well, thanks for listening. We got two. Oh, there's still two more allowed. What's going to happen? Oh, oh. Where would you put the lightsaber fight? I forgot the rank. I think uh, Empire. Eh, I'd say I'd put this one better than better than episode two, better than A New Hope, but not as good as episode three, five or six. Right in the middle. Schmack dab in the middle. Uh, I think it's better than five. Better than the bad ones. I hear you. I hear what you're saying there. And there's, there's a case to be made. Yeah. It does look good. But it is. They like went back to the little tip tap, tap, tip, 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 tip. Yeah, they do. Instead of the flippy boys. Right. Flippy boys are classic. All right. Thanks for listening. You can share us, rate us, or review us wherever your podcasts are casted. We're on social media. We post all the memes. You don't like our memes. Why don't you like? They're so good. Oh, they're so good. I have I an idea memes. One. I made memes for my final presentation of marketing. Everyone loved it. I made two original memes. People freaked out. I got I got an A plus on my presentation. That's how you do it. All right. I, I need to ask you that. Did I give you the idea to do that? Oh yeah, yes. you're you're the man who's inspired me to become a, a memer, a meme now. It's not that difficult, and it makes you happy because it's like you make the joke. So they're yeah. the best memes you've ever so seen. Good. Yeah, oh. check out our memes at Opinion Havers Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Thanks for listening. Until next time, watch movies. I don't have opinion. How many portions would you give this movie? Mm. Three quarters portion. He never says anything over one portion except for <clears throat> the droid. 60 portions. 60 portions. Portions. <laughs> portions.